0: Today's the first Sunday of Lent, obviously my favorite liturgical season. I think it's a lot of people's favorite liturgical season because we make progress. Like I think it's maybe the time of year where we make the most progress. And so the church gives us kind of um, a program. She gives us like something to do. And the something to do is just one thing. It's to let Jesus purify our hearts. And she asks us to do that in three ways, through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. But it's just one thing, to just let him purify our hearts. One of the things we're purified from is temptation. Jesus is led into the desert to be tempted. He didn't have to be tempted. He could have cast the devil away like, no problem. But he allowed himself to be tempted, so he could show us a model of that. A big part of entering into prayer, fasting, and almsgiving for this project that the church gives us is um, interior self-reflection. This is one of the big reasons we do a media fast here. It's just to get our interior in a state where we can tell what's actually going on in there right? Because it's all kind of like going crazy most of the time. And I know I've been shocked a lot of times at, like, I got quiet and God showed me myself. He showed me an aspect of myself that I didn't even know was there, but it was actually preventing me from getting to Him. It was an obstacle in our relationship. I didn't even know it existed. It's that kind of a thing. So this year, to help us, like, go deep with that reflection, I want to talk about what drives us, what drives us. And uh, when I say what drives us, I mainly mean our desires, our needs, our wounds, our hidden sins, our formation, and our identity. These are the things that come together and they're the engines that drive how we work. They're the engines that make us think and feel and choose in a certain way. And all of those things come together, and that becomes the basis of how we live our lives. And a lot of it is mysterious. You know, it's veiled in the recesses of our interior lives. So to do what the church asks of us in Lent, to let Jesus purify our hearts, it really helps to know what we're asking to be purified of and what's keeping us stuck where we're at. So everything I'm gonna talk about this Lent is uh, from Dr. Bob Schutz. It's been life-changing for me, so you gotta forgive me if I use a lot of personal examples because it hits very close to home and I've experienced it myself. So today we begin briefly with just the first level, our desires. And this is a pretty easy concept to sink our teeth into Actually, it's a good place to start. It's just that behind every sinful or disordered desire is a holy desire. There's something holy there. We're not really looking for the sin. We're not really looking for the dark thing that we're choosing. We're trying to get something good, something that we actually need, but in a way that we could never actually get it. And then we get stuck in a cycle of doing things that ultimately don't work that causes even further damage when we're in them. So in my own life in the past, this manifested in the reality that there was a time, I went through a time where uh, I drank rather heavily, very heavily, actually, certainly beyond what was reasonable or temperate or healthy. And I did that because that creature of alcohol, it gave me something. It gave me relief. I was looking for relief, and I wanted relief, and I got it. Now, the relief was temporary, and uh, you know, I just worked for a little while. The problem was... While I was using that creature as a medication, all the things that were causing the pain that made me want to seek relief in the first place were getting worse. It wasn't actually addressing them. It was just putting the pause button on them. So behind the desire for relief, behind the desire for alcohol was just the good old-fashioned desire to be okay. You know, just be okay. Happy, at peace, on point. Nothing fancy, just good. So I think a lot of the time we look at our sins, at least the ones we can see like on a surface level that are really, really clear, and we think, man, I got to get rid of that eventually. I got I to stop that. And it's in this very like cold, detached, I didn't check the right, box that God gave me kind of way. And yeah, that's true. Like, we notice it, and we should get rid of it if it's bad. But what we don't think about it enough is why we even want it at all. Specifically, why do we want that thing? Why is that desire even there? There is a reason. This is what we're invited into here at the beginning of Lent, to begin to look at our disordered desires in a spirit of merciful curiosity. We're not even coming down hard on ourselves right now. We're not even going to judge them right off the bat. Our job is just to notice them, to notice what's there. And then we take that to prayer. And we ask our Lord in meditation, in contemplation, Hey, when I do this thing that I know is bad for me over and over again, what do I really want? What am I trying to do? Like, what's the good thing that I really need, but I'm trying to get it from somewhere other than you, Jesus? That's the conversation to have. Patient, merciful Lord, show me the holy desires that are behind my disordered desires.